Welcome back to the Mav Show podcast. I'm your host, Mav, and we've got another amazing episode here for you today. We've got Pika Chilita, aka Katie Chu, a longtime streamer, gamer, anime lover. She is a huge advocate for change and she's just fantastic. I can't rave about her enough. We get into her history in gaming and streaming and what she's up to tips and tricks on what she recommends if you are working and streaming and so many things. We actually recorded this live. So if you're listening to this, this is actually a VOD fo- in VOD form on my Twitch channel. This is it has been edited down, but I'm telling you it is so, so good. Thanks to Twitch for showcasing the podcast on the Twitch uh, talk show and podcast channel. They did like this whole thing, which was really cool. So really glad to be able to showcase my friends. We also have some other recording episodes that are going to be coming out now that I have a few moments to edit and post and do all the things. It's just me, everyone. I am the editor. I am all of it for the podcast. This is my passion project. So if you're like, why doesn't it have this or this or this or that? It's a one girl show. Okay. So I'm doing my best. I also have a full-time job with Xbox right now and with streaming and all sorts of stuff. So whenever I get a chance to post the podcast episode, I tend to try to do it. So if you're new to this channel, thank you so much. Make sure you guys are following if you're on Spotify and subscribing, if you're on Apple or wherever else you, you listen to podcasts, make sure you follow and subscribe. So that way you don't miss an episode. Each of these are curated and are intentional. They are of people who have been big makeshift movers of the space. And I'm so excited. We'll be talking to some game developers. We've talked to the last episode was Morla, who was in the game space. We're talking to creators. We're talking to streamers and YouTubers and all sorts of folks around this entirety of this industry. I just don't think it's talked about enough. And who doesn't like relationships? Am I right? So thank you all so much for tuning in and I hope you enjoy this episode. Next up, Pika. So excited to have you here on the podcast, especially on the front page of Twitch. Thank you so much, Twitch. And thank you so much to Pika for joining and letting me just ask a million questions. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, so we were talking a little bit before stream about Dead Space, which was something that you are currently playing. And we're going to get into what Pika actually does. But can you explain to me? Because you were saying, and I was lurking, obviously, because a Dead Space is very spooky. So I'm just under my covers most of the time. But you're saying that you've <laughs> actually, you like know the game kind of inside and out, right? Yeah, it's been a it's been a while since I've played it, but as I was replaying it um the other evening, it was as I was going through and doing stuff, it was like jogging my memory. I never <laughs> will forget the story, but just like sort of when things happen, I'm still kind of rusty about. Although I there there are some parts where I'm like, okay, I know something's gonna happen right here. This is the part where everything goes down and everything goes to hell and et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Uh, only only the real only reason why I am bringing that up is because I've played it and chat knows as they're in the chat right now. Uh, I am very bad at spooky games. And that was the one that I was like, I can't play this game. It's too scary. 
So I'm really oh, definitely the the scariest game I've ever played, hands down. <laughs> hands down. Um, so do you think it'll get even spookier as they remake it and just change everything up? Possibly. However, I will say that I don't think anything tops. So a lot of people don't know that it exists, but there was actually a Dead Space game for the Wii. <gasps> it was called Dead Space Extraction. Right. So I played that one. Okay. Yeah. Zero out of 10 would not recommend trying to play Dead Space with a Wiimote. I will never do that again in my life. Never. It's bad enough when you have like mouse and keyboard or PlayStation controller, Xbox, whatever. Do not play that game with Wiimote. I was I was fighting for my life. <laughs> it's almost like it's almost as bad as playing a VR spooky yeah. game. Oh, no, right? I would not play that game in VR. Nope. I would not I refuse. If they ever make like a dead space VR, you can completely count me out. Thank you so much for, for hanging out with me. Can you just explain like a TLDR of what's Pika Talita and tell me a little bit about your channel and kind of what you're up to right now? Yeah, yeah. Um, also, I do apologize if you guys see a cameo of my pets in the background. <laughs> just just don't be surprised. Um, I hope so. so. Give us the fur babies. <laughs> <laughs> I am a charity and diversity focused variety streamer. Um, as of last August, actually, I did become partnered, although I have been streaming since the fall of 2014. I've been streaming for a good, good long while. So I'm I like to think that I'm like sort of the textbook definition of a variety streamer because I pretty much will play anything that is not sports games and military shooters. Um, <laughs> so you can see me playing anything from Dead Space. Horror, I love horror games. Um, although I will say for whatever reason, I'm very much backwards and I prefer the horror games where you can't fight back. Where you just <gasps> that is hide. when it's the spookiest, right? Like you, did, obviously you play, I'm going to assume you've played Resident Evil 8, the most recent I have village. Not, but I watched a full oh playthrough of it. Gosh. You have to play it because there's a point in the game where you have nothing and you're like, I, this is not fair. Like every type of horror happens in that. So it's like, I, oh my see, God. That's why me and Resident Evil don't get along very well because that I'm an, I am an item like hoarder. And because Resident Evil does gives you a very limited amount of stuff. Yeah. I, I, I just can't do it. I would much rather see that's like, let me buy a bag. Because, I need more inventory. Right. And then it's weird because it's like, I, I beat Outlast. I mm -hmm. can play a game like Outlast. Granted, it was scary, but you know, I have friends of mine who are horror buffs and will not touch outlast because they can't fight back whereas me i'm like yeah if i have to sneak and be really stealthy and hide i can do that all day but when you want me to actually fight something no no <laughs> so so i'll play i'll play most of the time it's horror games where you're hiding um action adventure games platformers um simulation farming games um some first person shooters um like apex so i'm i'm pretty much all over the place for the most part multiple times a year i'm doing stuff for charity whether it's an actual like nonprofit organization or there are times where i will actually raise money for members of my community one time we raised money for one of our mods whose Aww. mother had passed away and we basically raise money for her homegoing celebration and then more recently one of our mods who's a trans man had top surgery and he was being asked to basically recover somewhere else other than his own home um, by one of his parents so we basically helped raise money just for recovery and if he needed like extra you know money for like a hotel or anything like that so i generally for me personally not that this is you know a dig at anybody else i 
for myself do not believe in having like a sub goal or anything like that um because i tell people all the time i i subs are great i'm very appreciative of them but because i am not a full-time content creator i only do it part-time i do have a full-time job i'm fine with my finances and i would rather them put that towards something uh or someone that needs it more than i do so that right, is why like generally most of the time that's yeah, awesome yeah generally most time most of the time i'm i'm pretty much raising money for for some kind of charity and then my community is i mean the the sole foundation basically of my community is diversity and inclusion because that's essentially why i exist on this platform as a black woman as a black queer woman actually is to make a safe and fun space for marginalized individuals. And I believe that your community is a reflection of you. And a large part of my community, probably the majority of my community is made up of uh, black, brown, or queer uh, and trans and the queer non-binary and trans individuals. And that's that's really all I could ask for because they're, they're amazing. They're my crowning achievement is the community that I've built. That's what we're all about. Like I said, my community is a reflection of me. My stream is a reflection of me. So there are, you know, things that I obviously don't tolerate, you know, being oh my a gosh, part of my absolutely. And um, yeah, so we're all about diversity and inclusion and uplifting marginalized voices. And that's kind of that's kind of my whole shtick there is is sort of what I'm what I'm known for is how well I've cultivated my community. How did you did you join the streaming universe sphere, which is like our like Twitch bubble, really, uh, right. with that in mind? Or did you just kind of fall into that? Or did you, you know, as a queer woman, like trying to figure out your find your place, right? Like there were it, like, I mean, when we started streaming, you kind of started around the time when I started streaming. There was no there was like no women in their space yeah. right yeah. so like even for me as like a blonde white girl like there was no one for even me to look up to even to this day there's not even there aren't any mothers in their space so it's yeah. like did you join like what was the tipping point for you were you like browsing were you watching gameplay like what was how did you decide hey i'm, I'm gonna do this or how go from either watching it to like i'm gonna do this or like i've been doing this i'm gonna do it live like when how did you start yeah, so um, I mean, I've been I've been gaming my whole life, and um, my my story I think is so much it's so much sillier. Than, sorry, that's my fiance's ringtone. <laughs> I, he's asleep. I didn't even bother to tell him to turn it down. Um, but I I feel like I have like a more of like a silly sort of like origin story rather than like you know i've heard some like really inspirational ones and i'm like no mine's pretty mine's, mine's pretty <laughs> i feel dry. like i'm about to relate really hard with you <laughs> <laughs> so um basically right around the time that the playstation 4 came out um oh, bless ah, I such a good out, console right, i found out about um i think it was just from twitter uh i and i always i, I would love for him to like know this uh the first streamer i ever watched was maximilian dude oh yeah and I, I absolutely love him he's great um <laughs> and i was like okay so that's like that's how i found out about streaming i'm like well people get online and they stream their gameplay to other people and i just my, my my thought was like well i can do that i'm pretty fun i'm pretty good at video games so i'm gonna do it so then when i got my playstation um the first game that I ever that I actually that actually came with it was Infamous Second Son, it's a wonderful game by the way, um, and I started streaming just straight off of my PS4. And a lot of people don't know this at this point, but I 
actually streamed from my PlayStation 4 for like five years on the platform and ended up on like front page with yes. it and everything. It had and its I own just... front page. Like, I don't think people understand. I think a couple of my friends, Shifty uh, Five and like Crafty, um, they were only PlayStation streamers. Like that's it. Mm -hmm. And so there used to be the front page of Twitch used to be like the, the normal carousel and then it would be like the console carousel and they were always on the front page. So that's awesome to hear. Yeah, I would have <laughs> never expected it. It was it was two years ago was in um, it was actually around the time that I was I was actually uh, my community helped fund my first PC. <gasps> yes. Um, so, oh, my God. Same. Yeah. And I was so I, wild. I love that. We actually we actually <laughs> hit our goal, like actually right before I went live that that day that I was scheduled to be on the front page for women's history month but <laughs> it was just like it was just so wild to me because i'm like never never you know i obviously like i had other consoles and stuff but like essentially what i was doing because i spent years you know not i was in like college and i spent years you know sort of not being as consistent as i wanted to be just with dealing with school and then once i graduated in december 2016 like a little bit after that i went through a, I went through a rough breakup and then sort of some months later was when i decided okay i'm gonna start doing this more now that i've got more time and things like that so i wanted to wait until i knew that it was something that i was gonna like commit to and what i wanted to do before i invested in like the pc and the capture cards and et cetera et cetera and, and just everything you needed everyone yeah, everything yeah, everyone told you you needed and you're like i don't know about all that <laughs> right they're like oh you know i kept i kept having people ask me they're like well when are you gonna you know join the pc master race and all this stuff and i'm like i had been wanting to like join pc just because of the games that were available on there um but in terms of like sort of doing like the whole like streaming setup, I even was like, back I then, don't know about that. Well, even back then, capture cards are not like how they are today. Okay, everyone, <laughs> if you're listening, right, uh, right, capture exactly. cards were like impossible to use. They were like a dongle external. They, there wasn't like a lot of internal cards. And if they were, it was like a thousand dollars for one. And you were like, no, thank you. <laughs> Can't it afford was that. very, very expensive. And I was like, I don't know if I want to make that sort of commitment yet. So so I spent all those years just streaming straight from my PlayStation. You know, I ended up, thankfully, the PlayStation can use USB mics. So I ended up with the Blue Yeti. And then I like slowly <sighs> but surely. the Blue Yeti. Of, <laughs> oh, it, I mean, it carried me. I like, I slowly but surely made those, you know, improvements. And then I ended up on, on PC. So, and even now, like, I mean, I still stream from my consoles. It's just, I do them via capture card mm -hmm. um, because I will always, you know, have love for my consoles. Um, but I'm, I'm, Nothing against, I love Xbox, but because I'm on PC, I just take advantage of the Xbox Game Pass on PC. Mm -hmm. So, the, so I ended that up, is like, why I it's there. It's Xbox amazing. Game. Yeah. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I, I grew up Sony Nintendo. Same. Um, oh, no. So... I was Sega and uh, the PS4. The PS4 was, I think, was the, the biggest console for me. If just thinking about it. So, yeah, I agree. It was, it was, it was definitely huge. Cause I mean, I think that it like, sort of that was when we kind of had that shift into like this real these real new gen changes yes. from like i feel like it was a huge jump from like the playstation 3 so so i did that like i said for for years and then you know got on pc in 2019 and sort of I, then I got exposed to the world of indie gaming and boy it has taken over my life <laughs> my 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 top three games yes. last year were all indie games oh all indie games I'm um, so excited for indie and like this is like I mean let me know if you agree 
but the with the pandemic and everything like the indie devs need to get to it because this is the time when they have the chance to sort of break out of like the triple a windows right because there's not a lot of triple a coming out so seeing like valheim take off and they were made by three devs to like so many good games out right now Oh, absolutely. 100%. And like, I, I had always wanted to get into indie gaming, um, but obviously it's, it's a little bit, they're not it as was accessible. Like, it yeah, was different back it's then. It's accessible on console. Yeah. It's a little, I think it's a little bit like more Steam accessible heavy. on like Switch. Switch generally gets a good amount of indie games, I yeah. think. Um, but I mean, they have a whole like Nintendo indie, <laughs> like, you know, sort of like conference sort of thing. So, um, but once I broke into that world, like it was something that I always wanted because a lot of AAA titles just aren't doing it for me these days, to be honest. Um, well, they have but- to, they have to like re- reach a general audience, right? And so when you have that, yeah. you're, you just get overlooked as a person and it's just like this watered down pasta right and so you're like this tastes like shit <laughs> what is going on um right. so well, and indies like focus right and you can actually yeah let them and do their thing and also triple a titles i feel like just can be so overwhelming um time consuming I mean, by it's, nature it's, <laughs> i'm i'm such a like i want to do this and i want to do that sort of person hold on <laughs> can i help you I, you know what she's gonna say hey she's Hi, puppy! She's like, this isn't enough for me. You have to, we're going to cut the internet so you can pay attention to me. I am so sorry about that. You're fine. I think we're we're in the clear. I just talked about lasagna because I had Sofer's (laughs) mac and cheese lasagna and it's as good as you think it is. (laughs) You know, I saw that. I saw that the other day on Twitter. It was like that. It was the, the mac and cheese. Yeah, I was like, I was like I'm that, interested. It looks like an abomination. They're like, do you want one? I was like, yes. And then formal, my mod was like, you need to send her lasagna. It's her. It's basically her mascot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I got this huge box that has like dry ice around it. And uh, oh my, my husband gosh. was like, do I want me to open this? And I was like, is it for you? No, I'll cut it open. <laughs> so opened it up and I was like, what is this? And it was lasagna. Mac and they cheese lasagna. They actually sent so. you some mac and cheese lasagna. When I was pregnant, they sent me a bunch of mini lasagnas because it's it's <laughs> so the meme is I love lasagna and I always tell people, thanks for subscribing. I'm just gonna go buy lasagna with it. Like that's what I'm doing with my money. And then I usually eat popcorn with chopsticks because you don't want to get messy. I don't want to eat like what no so you want to you want to use chopsticks so then there i got i ordered a family size lasagna but i ended up getting like a mini one and i was like chat we're eating a mini lasagna tonight and they're like well you have to eat it with chopsticks so i did and then now lasagna is our thing (laughs) i have never in my life heard of anybody eating chopsticks with lasagna however now i'm intrigued when i heard (laughs) when i heard the statement about how it keeps it's not as messy now i'm sitting here wondering hold on 
she might be onto something here. Let's hear her out. Because I'm like, because I, I, that just reminded me. I think I remember seeing a picture of Oscar Isaac. God, I love him. Um, eating hot Cheetos with chopsticks. You have and- to. Everything with chopsticks. Pika, I'm telling you, you it's going to change your life. I've I'm got so it. many different types of chopsticks. When I used to have a P.O. box, I would just get a bunch. Like we had a lightsaber chopstick. It was a thing. <gasps> They died though, I but it's those. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to try them. I'm definitely gonna have to try them because now I'm interested. And now I'm like, well, I love hot Cheetos, and I'm like, well, now I can I can avoid staining my fingers, or like rubbing your eyes on accident after like two days after two days from eating a <laughs> flaming hot Cheetos, and you're like, oh, cool, <laughs> it's still spicy. I have definitely eaten something with hot sauce and then went and rubbed my eye. Zero out of 10 would recommend. So I learned my lesson. (laughs) So I'm going to have to try that. Um, I realized that I didn't like sort of fully answer your question before I got like disconnected there for whatever reason. To to answer that that question that you had in there. Initially, when I first started, Mm -hmm. I did not sort of imagine like, because like you said, we first started, there were not like, there were not a lot of It was like esports and MLG was still a thing. (laughs) And um, there weren't many women. And if they were, they were competing and the chat was just so toxic. I remember being like, oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So like back then it was like the Wild West wasn't even in my head. I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to sit here and and well, first of all, I didn't have any idea that it would sort of get to the point that it is now, um, just with myself and just so like the wild. platform in general. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of back then it was just like, yeah, I'm just going to do this and woo, maybe have some fun with it and sort of see where it goes. And then once I started, the, as the years went by and I fully started seeing what like sort of just how the, I don't even want to say how Twitch is, I think it's how just gaming is in general. That's when I sort of got into the zone with sort of doing what I do now. Um, Cause I've generally always been, I, I'm, a, I'm an extremely caring person. And a lot of people make jokes is cause I'm a cancer. Cause I just realized <gasps> we, our birthdays are very, didn't we figure out that our birthdays oh, yeah. were only a couple days apart? Yes. Oh gosh. When, our poor again? cancer hearts. Or we just bleed everywhere. <laughs> when, did, when did you say yours was again? The 23rd. Okay, see, I'm the 26th. So we're like literally three days apart. Yeah, and I'm like, it's, I'm telling you, it's like literally that Just sort of please. cancer thing. Yeah, um, totally. So I've always generally had this, uh, first of all, activism runs in my family. My, actually, my late uncle is a, um, was a civil rights activist from Mississippi. Um, wow. So I've always sort of had this, you know, desire to sort of help and to give a voice to people that may not have one or that are oftentimes silent. So I feel like that was the sort of time when it really kicked in, at least in, you know, in this space sort of sort of Does thing. your uncle um, know what you do? And kind of obviously you've been influenced by him, but you guys chat about that sort of thing? Uh, or is it just no, like in your unfortunately family? He passed away before I was born. Oh, yeah, uncle. So I, I did not get to meet him. But when um, you found out what he did, were you like, yes? It's in my blood. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, well, and I've been I've been being Makes taught sense. about him. Yeah, I've been being taught about him for, you know, since I was younger. Aww. And I used to like bring like pictures of him to like show and tell and stuff. But sort of when it when it sort of started to kick in, my first thought was like, I wish he could be here to see this. Totally. And I wish that I could like I just I feel like I just like it it just was like sort of something hereditary, like it ran in my blood to do. Yeah. Um 
so once I, it just, it really took me sort of seeing the landscape of what sort of Twitch and gaming is. Like, I don't even want to say Twitch because it's not exclusive to just the Twitch. It's not just exclusive to the platform. Obviously, I say Twitch because that's the platform that we use. Sure. Um, yeah, it's just like yeah, the core audience out, of it. But yeah. yeah, exactly. And just finding out sort of how the landscape was and how the environment was, I was like, it just sort of, it, it just started. Like I said, it just kicked in from there. So. Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. And now you're here. So what? What do you kind of, so you've been streaming kind of as long as I have been. I feel like we're the sophomores of streamers. As you've seen the times change, what do you kind of give, uh, if you if you could give a piece of advice or like a tip or maybe something that you wish you had done differently, what would that be for someone maybe joining who identifies with you and maybe is a part of your community or is a part of like the community on Twitch, like what would be sort of the tips that you would kind of give or maybe so- or maybe something to kind of keep an eye out for or just like, yeah, what do you think? There's so um, many. I'm sure there's so many that you could share. There, there really there really is. I'm, I'm trying to pick out like one of the most important like pieces that I could like leave somebody with. Totally. Uh, probably say to say uh, the biggest the biggest piece of advice I feel like I could really just give anybody would Mm -hmm. be to cultivate your community I mean it's that sort of stuff really really matters because you once again like I know that there's this there's some people that have this idea that you know you like you can't control like your community or your viewers and it's like no you can't but you can minimize the chances of having not so some some pretty crappy people in your space because nine times out of ten those people are not going to want to hang around depending on what sort of rules and sort of guidelines that you set for your community I know like when you're first sort of to me it's it's best to start off early and i know kind of when people are kind of getting into it you know your your first thought in your head is probably like numbers 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 i'm trying to get as many viewers as i can past the partnership uh (laughs) right like partner you know and i i have it's amazing to have aspirations it's amazing yeah exactly like you can you can definitely shoot for stuff but just be mindful of how you get there because if you just sort of if you're just sort of in that mindset where you're so like focused and like set on like trying to achieve a certain like viewer amount or whatever else you might overlook some things yeah yeah and you you might overlook some things to to get to that point and then you're gonna sit there and regret it later on like wow i didn't get this person out of my chat um you know two years ago or you know two not maybe not two years but like three months ago maybe i should have and now it's kind of gotten out of control well i might have ignored the inappropriate things that were being said to me because you know i wanted viewers and sort of things like that and it it gets harder, I think, the longer that you wait, because then it's like, well, this person's been around for so long. I don't want to get rid of them or anything like that. But I think you have to just be willing to you really have to be willing to sort of, I mean, check people and sort of really pick and choose. And so, I mean, like vet who you allow into your space because it's your space, yep. your roles, you call the shots and it'll Gosh. just overall, I think, be louder. I think streamers forget that they are not anyone's puppet or anything, you know, like we can get caught up in like, oh, I don't want to make someone mad or interrupt their being. But you're like, no, this is my space and not top eight my space, but like my space on the (laughs) Internet. Okay, (laughs) exactly. Gosh, um, 
And it takes time. Like, could you imagine knowing everything you know now about streaming when you started? <laughs> I I wished I honestly did. Like, truth be told, because inject I, me with I the mean, information. <laughs> right, and it's like it just takes time. Take, it's unfortunate how much time yeah. it takes to learn, but it just yeah, does. it's 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 really about trial and error. I mean, you because you're not going to come into it knowing any of this stuff. So it's like you have to. We unfortunately, especially the sort of time I think that we started, mm -hmm. we had to find this sort of stuff out the hard way. We didn't have the 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 Twitter. Th I mean, I'm glad that people have that now. Don't get me wrong, but like we didn't have the Twitter threads and the 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 people just giving out free information about and advice. You know what I'm saying? It's just like we just kind of had to wing it. And good luck. Good luck. Well, back. Yeah. <laughs> it's i feel like we're like the eldest child too because like all the people before us were like the the old dads of 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 twitch because they were around for justin tv and we're like the firstborns and we're like oh we have to learn everything first awesome but it's so true and there's so much information out there so use it all pick what you want be your own guru and like use it all because you never know oh my gosh So we've been living through a pandemic and I don't actually know if it's over yet. I don't think it is. How was it for you initially? Because you just said that you work uh, as well as streaming. How has it been? What was the circumstances for you? And, you know, how did you kind of get through it? What were the things that obviously so much happened in 2020 that should not be forgotten and needs to be amplified much louder than it is right now. I feel like right now everyone is just sort of like in this lukewarm state and I just feel like it's time for everyone to kind of regroup again. Um, but what do you, how was it for you? Because I had a baby, so I was very busy. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I didn't have to work and, and then, you know, stream and then do all these sorts of other things. So yeah, how was it for you? Yeah, well, first I want to say this. Unfortunately, it seems like this in in where where we once at one point in time thought that the light was at the end of the tunnel. They just built on like a whole additional tunnel to said tunnel. So now it's like two tunnels. I don't think it's probably <laughs> ending any with these new variants and everything else. And I'm just like, well, I'm already like right. My They're variants. It's <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, we're going through the whole like lambda, delta, sigma thing. Like just all we're just going through it all. And I'm like. I already told my fiance because his birthday is in October and I'm like because in in June um for my birthday what I did um because I'm I live in Memphis Tennessee I didn't feel comfortable going any place that first of all, I didn't feel comfortable flying um, yeah and I wanted to go someplace that was very outdoors so that there was like I wouldn't really have to be inside anywhere yeah. um so we ended up driving up to Gatlinburg um, for my birthday so it was you know Gatlinburg's a very like sort of outdoorsy mountainous area so air. It's, yeah <laughs> space open air. and air and so exactly so we, we had a lot of fun but I, like I, I warned him I was like well you know your birthday's in October but like last year for his birthday we got an Airbnb here in Memphis and I threw him a surprise party and it was literally his parents, his sister and two of his friends. And then the whole weekend, we basically just were in the Airbnb the whole time. We just had copious amounts of alcohol and <laughs> ordered DoorDash. So I'm like, we might have to. I think the only just thing lit, we did is we just lit like, up. He got, first, yeah, he got his first pedicure, too. So I was like, we may have to do that again this year. So don't don't get your hopes up for us going anywhere. I um, love when guys get their their 
manicure and pedicure my mr mav used to when I, we started dating and i just appreciated it so it's appreciated so much guys go get it done get it done seriously okay? i actually listen and i'm <laughs> i'm to the point where I, I pay for my partner's stuff if i have to like i mean i don't ever have to but like i mean that's what we did today that's what i you know i i've been having a rough couple days and i needed to go get my nails redone and my toes redone and i was like let me see you what you get done did you get your nails done yeah so i actually got White. a i got my real nails overlaid this time Ooh. they they grew out long enough to where i got just the, an overlay on my i'm real so nails, jealous so. see i'm opposite i'm like give me short and square I, that's what i like but i like the uh yeah that's amazing oh i i like mine longer than this these are <laughs> these are actually very short for what i normally do but but yeah he went and got a pedicure today and a manicure hey. and i absolutely love it so fellas do it go get those they feel good they're so relaxing and it's like you don't have to get obviously polish on them if you don't want to you can get clear polish looks nice you can get them buffed you like listen if you want to hold us the way we should be held it should be just nice buttery hands okay nobody wants to cuddle <laughs> up to sandpaper i'm just gonna <laughs> yeah exactly the pandemic has been uh it's, it's been rough because i that's just putting it lately now pika <laughs> right I, yeah it's just and i and that's one reason like i've been so i tell everybody to be kind to themselves because so like we've basically just been surviving the last like year plus like be kind to yourself about weight gain or you know maybe if you might not have the the you know summer bod or whatever like it's okay you survived this year and unfortunately a lot of people can't say that they did yeah so it's like be, be be kinder to yourself if you haven't been able to do the things that you have wanted to do because we're so many of us have uh, you know god I, I don't think there was really any i don't think the the at least the u.s has really ever had an actual like pandemic at least oh I mean, my gosh our parents didn't even have to live through anything wild right. like even their parents like nothing to this extent like nothing that has taken years okay it's been years now or past a year mark uh of of something like this happening and i and this is not going to be the first one so it's like okay this is the the new normal like this is this is we have to adjust to this so yeah because i think probably the last one that i even remotely know about what like yellow fever like you know but it's like (laughs) that was not stuff that like you know that was way out of our us and our parents like you know lifespan so so this is so new for us so so many people are like learning how to 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 you know navigate this and for me like um i when the pandemic started i was in a long distance relationship um thankfully i'm no longer in said relationship um but (laughs) (laughs) but at the time like that was in itself very rough because you know uh, we went ended up like pretty much once everything sort of started like we we didn't see each other again and then we ended up breaking up but um that was you know very very difficult when that was sort of happening like at the time um i mean i feel like most of our most of everybody other than unless you you know if you're like a full-time content creator pretty much everybody's jobs got affected too oh yeah Um, like can you kind of talk a little bit about how your job was affected 
your like yeah, your yeah, yeah. real job. <laughs> right, right. So, Whatever so when everything first started, I was actually at a different job than the one that I'm at now. Wow. Okay. Um. So yeah. So when I oh, when the gosh. pandemic, how are you doing? Because that's how is how is that? Because that is wild to me. Like just even getting like a new job right now. At, I mean, I work with xbox on their streaming side with like their yeah. me with a media company and even that uh -huh. was like my interview process was like on zoom <laughs> so like i right, i didn't right, even meet them exactly. <laughs> until recently so, so when i um when the pandemic had first 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 started i was actually kind of on my way out of my current i'm sorry my, my last job because i didn't like it i worked for a uh an isp mm. and i did like tech support and stuff like that and then you know there was so much that had to change because even with like isps you know you had to give people like um you know there was you know they got rid of like data cast yeah. you know i think data cap should exist anyway but like you know <laughs> it, you know there were there was all this stuff that was changing sort of about like people's plans and then you had you know you had these isps that were thankfully trying to um give like there there was a plan that like gave people free internet for obviously for people that had to you know were doing virtual schooling and working from home that was just it was stressful it was Did stressful. the pandemic Maybe... help you sooner than you would have yes definitely definitely and it wasn't because of it wasn't even because of like the the people because mm -hmm. i mean they were you know, doing their best. It was more so like, well, the company wasn't giving people enough to like sort of work with. And I just, yeah. it was I feel like that I, was, was very, very common, much, very common. Yeah. People either like quit their jobs, move to the country or something happened during the yeah. pandemic when it started. So different right. than and the it middle. Was, <laughs> and there were so many like, and just the company was just not as, it, it was my, uh, my supervisor cared more about sort of their performance and any, any consideration or any concern for my performance, anything was I was doing was because they were worried about it affecting their money so <sighs> yeah so, annoying. <laughs> so i just was like yeah i'm out so a job that one of my good friends uh one of my good friends that actually lives here locally had like told me about and like i you know it, it kind of took them a minute to kind of took them a couple months to like get back to me but i want to say like maybe april or may because i think stuff started sort of kind of started like in like march of last year yeah um, was when really stuff really kicked off and uh sure did yeah. oh my yeah. gosh <laughs> <laughs> i specifically remember because um man there was like literally i think it was maybe like towards the end of march because so much stuff like it was just so abrupt it was like yeah this stuff is shutting down or this stuff is closing down and people were like canceling birthday trips and left and right and it was just man um it was wild so because when i that the all of March was my final month of being pregnant. And so mm -hmm. um, I would go to my checkup and it was fine. People were getting a little worried, but it wasn't too crazy. Two weeks before the actual outbreak, my doctor was telling me they couldn't see the baby and the baby was like on the monitor and she was like freaking out. And then nurses were running down the hall. And then when I went to go deliver, everything was locked down. I had to get a sticker. It was like it was it was really bizarre. Oh my it was like God. <laughs> it was very, very strange. And luckily it was right before they wouldn't let your partner be with you. Um, I got very lucky. We didn't have to wear masks. It was like the week after I delivered, you had to wear a mask and then your partner couldn't be there for the delivery because they didn't want to infect the baby. And we we don't know who had COVID and you know, the the shots weren't even readily available. So that was what it was like for me when it first came out. 
was there like a moment where you felt panic but and got through it during the pandemic like where you kind of looked back or maybe you were leading something with your community that that felt like almost impossible but you kind of grew back up together and got through it together was there anything like that for you that kind of happened yeah absolutely so it i got the first couple months like i had so many like anxieties like involving like covid like it was just because one of the biggest things for me was the fact that i was seeing you know it's like i i I keep up with the news and stuff like that and i was obviously very like sort of tapped into you know covid news and stuff like that so i was just like you know freaking out like and i was i was hurting for people because obviously (laughs) tying back into the little cancer thing i'm an empath so like seeing people horrible it's it's the best worst thing that i could even god it's such a it's such a blessing and a curse because i am just i was just like miserable because even you know even though like for for my own like self like i did not have any loved ones who were getting sick but just seeing like people on my timeline and just people in the news like you know a lot uh, the deaths and the oh i was just i feel like i was like at a at a point of like functioning depression because it was just like it was really really getting to me i was you know being that empath i was sort of feeling you know i was feeling these other people's emotions and it just really had me like i was i was a mess and thankfully my new job um that i i the new job at the time my still current job it's strictly work from home even outside of the pandemic so and oh, nice. i work for a wonderful wonderful company um and it's so I, I didn't have to really navigate that like and 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 the pandemic had no effect on anything that we did that we do thankfully um so i was obviously like it, it couldn't have happened honestly at a better time for me to have gotten and had a actual like work from home job that was already work from home and it has always been work from home and i feel the same so way I, for sure yeah i feel the same so way we didn't have to like adjust to like people like i, I felt so bad having to go mobile and like oh my gosh yeah i kind of felt like that's almost like survivor's guilt in a way from like because i saw all these people around me that were getting like furloughed and laid off and their jobs were closing and they were letting people go and i just felt so bad i'm like if i could just take all y'all and bring y'all to my job i would but it just <laughs> i i feel like i got i got very lucky and that's why like one thing that i told my community is like and i i, I still tell them this i'm like if you because I, I know what what is happening right now like people's you know with with people's jobs like i said being shut down people getting laid off etc cetera, etc cetera. i was telling people like i'm still working if you need help with any sort of groceries necessities like anything let me know because this is like we're all adjusting to this this is a new thing for all of us so i'm like and and i know that like this is a lot of people have like had a lot of like you know financial struggles because of this oh my gosh this is it has been the worst it is comparable to the great depression so it's like that is not okay like it's embarrassing as a country you know because we're not in the 20s you know we have technology we have resources and the fact that there wasn't like a big slew of support was really really disheartening i think and obviously i you know so many people have needed so much help and so that's really cool of you to have done that how how big of a deal uh, or big of a deal? How big of a difference does it make to have a job 
in tandem with being a content creator because uh, being a content creator is very stressful, especially if it's your full time. Do you think you'll ever be full time? And if so, why? And if not, why not? Well, I will say that um, the job that I have definitely makes it a lot easier because there's even times where I go live while I'm still on the clock. It, it just makes everything a lot easier because I'm not as like exhausted. Like, you know, I don't have to come. I don't have to like actually commute home. And then, you know, I can literally just like go either either go live while I'm on the clock or go live like right afterwards and et cetera, et cetera. Um, for me to ever feel comfortable going full time, yeah. I would have to be making like do you think I it's important? Making, do you think it, do you think it's important to if you like because there's me folks that are going to be listening who want to go full time so badly, but there's just something that really kills a creator like going full time and having to worry about the money and the monetary side. I would almost hope that obviously if you're making more than your job, consider it. But um, and maybe you can chime in uh, how important it is to kind of have your backup, kind of have something on the side, come kind of have that thing. You know, you never know what's going to happen with content creation. And even if you make, oh, gosh, money on the side or even from like sponsored deals or th something like that. Right. Like you want something that's not just from sub revenue. Right. You don't you want to have multiple lines of of money. But it's like even that is a huge undertaking. So you kind of like, yeah, you kind of have to figure that out, too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, my biggest thing and this is I, I tell everybody this, like I at least for me personally, I like guaranteed income. Uh, that's one reason why I got out of like bartending and stuff as much as much fun as I had with that. You just you never know. know what you're making. I mean, you yeah, could make exactly. a lot one night and then like make nothing. And that is that is how streaming is. <laughs> and oh, my gosh, I was full time. Exactly. I was full time streamer for almost seven years and switching and doing something with on the side like a job on the side has just i'm just wow i was blown away by how mean i was to myself and how like cruel i was to myself with just like the numbers and like why don't you have more subs why don't you do this why aren't you doing that you could be working you know and now um i can kind of treat it more like a community time and what it's meant to be you know hanging out with my friends and right you know, I feel for actually know, that, living. Yeah, living and not <laughs> not being that streamer that's complaining to your chat about stuff so much. I feel like we're all going through it. So, you know, constantly, you know, complaining and asking for stuff, I think is is just not a winning way to do anything in life. So um, using more of the time on Twitch for charity and uh, is really cool. So it's really cool to hear you talk about that because you are such a, a huge part of our community now on Twitch. And you're just even watching and reading your tweets through the pandemic helped me so much. And when you reached out when I was just really getting caught up with myself with everything. And you know, uh, back then when I was just like, one arm was a crying baby. And the other hand was just like angry tweeting. It was just not the way. And I really appreciated you doing that. Because I know like us cancers as much as it, it's woo woo for some folks with like astrology. <laughs> 
um being an empath is like really brutal when everyone when everyone's hurting so it's like you got to do the things that you have to do which is like getting a part-time job and things like that for sure exactly and it's and the thing is is like i think of of especially all the times like especially now um do not would not encourage really anybody to try to make that jump because i mean a lot like i said a lot of a lot of us are like sort of struggling like financially like and it's like just as somebody like me who you know does like a lot of charity stuff like truth be told i do not do as well with like my chair and you know obviously mm -hmm. we all know folks that raise money for charity mm -hmm. any amount helps even a dollar you know but a lot of people because you know of the financial struggles that have come with the pandemic like we a lot of folks have not even doing as well with their like charity like stuff yeah that we were pre-pandemic um so it's one of those things where it's like i would not encourage anybody and like i said i don't want anybody at a job that they find miserable and doing it maybe, <laughs> doing it maybe temporarily until you find something is fine but sort of like yeah i'm gonna do this like i just i like i i care about people and i want people to be safe and secure and i do not like the thought of people struggling at all i hate it i'm like so I would rather fall on like a bed of tax than have someone struggle. I'm like, ah, right. I'll do it. I'm like, I'll do oh my it. God, I'm not rich, but like, here, take my wallet. Like, you know, I'm just like, <laughs> I hate the thought of like anybody struggling. And so totally. I, you know, I admittedly like don't encourage that for, especially now, like at this exact moment, like not to encourage that for anybody. I, I tell everybody all the time, I'd have to be making like, I love Dr. Lupo, but I, you know, I'd have to be making money like him. <laughs> I don't know how much he makes, but I'm just saying, like, I would have to be like pulling numbers just and like silly, doing stuff like silly that. numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To to even remotely feel comfortable, because another thing about me, you know, again, this the whole empath cancer thing. I know I keep referring to that, but it's like I, I literally fit it to a T. I work as hard as I do, and one reason I I don't like jump to like the, the full-time content creation is because I have always been the one that has sort of like had it together. So I have, Oh my gosh. End the I stream. Like, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I am, everyone I am calls like you a perfectionist. Everyone says that you've got to figure it out. And you're like, I'm just, bleeding out over here here's my blood right. bag i'm like i'm not dead <laughs> but it's fine exactly and it's like i i feel oh like God. i have to like always have it together so it's like i work as hard as i do to have extra money in the event that i need to help someone else absolutely whether it's family or my community like i specifically do that and i'm the type of person that will literally like you know here you need this boop boop you need like the grocery money you need this uh, blah but then let me like you know do you have siblings Yes, I'm the funny enough, I'm the baby of my family. Of oh my all gosh, my siblings. that's so backward. <laughs> but I don't know, maybe maybe your cancer is just so strong. <laughs> I think I really think that's what it is. I'm I think you're like right of, on the cusp. <laughs> right yeah, in the center I'm the heart. Baby of like all of my siblings. And it's like and again, I've been kind of the even at the youngest, I've sort of always been the one that has like kind of always like had it together. So I'm like, do you need help? Do you need help? Just but like then the when little it comes big sister. For myself, I'm like, 
Ew. Oh my no. God. <laughs> Louder. <laughs> Louder. Okay. Like, Do I really need this? You don't need it. <laughs> and then there's like clothes in my closet that are like years old. And I'm like, I'll sit there and like find oh clothes my that I want. God. I'm like, I was literally just talking to Mr. Mav about this. And I was like, He's like, well, how do you shop for socks? And I was like, I'll tell you exactly how I shop for socks, okay? I go pick out a pair of socks, and I'm like, these are great. So I take him to the to the uh, register, and I'm like, uh, I go back. I don't need it. And so then I'm like, <laughs> then I'm like, oh, you know what? I do need socks. I'll get a different pair. I'll get like this one. This looks fine. Go to the register. What if I need underwear? Okay, I'm gonna go get underwear. And then what if what if my kids need socks? So then they get socks. And then I get to the register and I have all these socks and underwear. And then I'm like, ah, I don't need this stuff right now. So then I'll go back and take it back. Sounds like I'm like I'm like it's, and it's one of those things where I will totally have the money for it. But I'm like, I really don't need this. So I'm gonna go put it back. And it's like, it's actually something I could probably use. And then it's like. No, but let somebody else need something. I'm like, oh my God, do you need this? Yeah. Like, yep. What do yep. you want for your birthday? <laughs> Tell me what you want. Somebody tries to give you something for my birthday. I don't want anything. I pretty much have everything that I like need and <laughs> all the rest are just one. So don't worry about it. I'm like, I am, I'm just now getting better about actually like spending money on myself because for the longest time I would not. But even now, like I will sit and like just just hoard money and because it's like i do that specifically yeah. so i can help other so i can have enough to help other people totally yeah tell, it's, tell. it's really hard it's it's really hard to do stuff for ourselves i feel that okay so speaking of little little katie can you talk a little bit about your time like yeah okay so i guess i'll start this off with your nintendo so obviously when i ask you sega or nintendo you say if you had to pick, Wait. if you had to pick Sega or Nintendo as a kid, what were, what kind of kid were you? Oh, definitely, definitely Nintendo. So I'm going to, I'm showing my age here a little bit. Um, I'm only 27. So baby, I, I, I had a Dreamcast, but like, I didn't, I didn't have a Genesis. So like the first, the oh, first like Dreamcast. system that I even had were strictly like, like uh, Game Boy Color, Nintendo 64. And at the time I had a Nintendo 64, I had a Dreamcast, but like literally my first exposure was Nintendo. So <sighs> I didn't even, I didn't even get to play Super Nintendo till I got like older. Cause I just, that was like Nintendo 64 was like. Oh my God, this it. is amazing. We finally <laughs> crossed over. We found someone that's way, way too young for the Sega and Nintendo choices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Okay, that, so what I games? That whole thing. I what? miss that whole thing. Oh my <laughs> gosh, it's happening. Peak is the first one. Okay, so um, tell me which games you played the most. Like there were, so I played, I was so small when the Sega came out. So I was a Sega kid um, briefly until the N64 came out. And so I was a kid for that. What were they for you? <laughs> <laughs> so for me funny enough because you said pokemon stadium i'm like definitely same so uh, good Ugh. it is i i would love for them to and the thing with the thing about pokemon stadium if they do a remake for it like i'm like don't you don't even have to bring in the other gens just, just bring it back give me like the first Put one on the or maybe the first two and then just <laughs> like you can just cut the rest out it's fine um oh. so 
definitely definitely the pokemon games of course is pikachu leader um so is that what it's after you know, one... pikachu huh is that what it's that what your name is uh, is after for pikachu yeah 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 because I, I just I, I love pikachu she's I, such I'm... a dork i love it <laughs> <laughs> i'm a huge huge animal lover and so pokemon appealed to me because i'm like animals and yay and that's like that's all it took animals and cute stuff i was like i'm sold boom um <laughs> So definitely the Pokemon games. Um, I played a lot of like Pokemon Stadium. Um, a lot of oh man, the 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 level of, the a number of hours that were put into Mario Party with my sister and my cousins. Oh my gosh, so good, so and, good, and the, so the times hours. of hitting. Remember that reset button on Nintendo sixty four? You could just slide it. Yeah, that definitely got hit when. <laughs> somebody's stars were stolen it was like swoop cut the game off we're done <laughs> oh my gosh um so i played a lot of uh a lot of like different mario games on the 64 um and i i, I want to apologize like because i can't have like a sega like really conversation unless we're talking about sega dreamcast i know i'm a baby dreamcast um, was good i didn't really play too much on the dreamcast because i sw- i went straight to the n64 so it's like oh it definitely didn't get played as much because at this at the same time that i had the dreamcast i had the nintendo 64 on the regular playstation so i spent the majority of my my time playing my PlayStation and my Nintendo 64. Um, I played a lot of little like obscure games when I also like when I was I played a lot of Yoshi Story. <gasps> oh my god, that was what was when I Yoshi Story Yoshi really Story. took off, right? Like that was even with like little stories with it and like the RPG elements. <laughs> I I love Yoshi Story. That was such a good game. I put a lot of hours into that, but I played a lot of other like little obscure ones. There was and I I it's it's in hindsight, I I look back on it and I was like, why did this game appeal to me? But it's fine because it still does. Like uh Pilot Wings. Whoa. Loved Pilot. Have you heard of Pilot Wings? No. Is it like a <gasps> flying simulator game? Oh, or like what no. is well oh, it's like, okay, so basically what it is, it, it's, technically it's considered a sports simulator. <laughs> so if you if you like look it up, like you it did like a whole bunch of like different like aerial sports like you could and it had like different like games so you could get like launched out of a cannon and you could use a <laughs> hang glider and i'm like what the hell was i doing remotely playing this because none of this stuff sounds appealing to me but i loved pilot wings it was so fun that's so and cool I want, that, I want a remake of it it's so cute it's like eight bit wings. oh yeah here here's the picture popping up on this on the oh pilot wings so cute yes that is it listen i thought my computer was breaking i was like well there goes my internet again i'm seeing halo and i i must have i must have selected everything and then just dragged it all up on the screen (laughs) (laughs) we're professional here listen this is live i warned everyone I don't usually do these live. <laughs> so. You are totally fine. I mean, my internet just died earlier, so you're good. But but yeah, Pilot Wings, I put a lot of Kirby uh, okay. 64. I actually streamed that recently um, via an emulator because I, I love Kirby. I just want them um, to remake Ocarina of Time. Like, I just need it in my life. Just please give it to me, Nintendo. So I have a confession about Ocarina of Time. Oh, gosh. I used to be scared... 
I used to be terrified Spooky. of the Reeds. It's scary. It was scary. Okay, we played it as a kid. It is a scary <laughs> ass game. Just so terrifying. It is a horror game. <laughs> <laughs> going, listen, going up on that mountain. And just the re-deads are like on the way up the mountain. I was like, I'm not doing this. So I never beat it because I'm like, I can't get past these re-deads. I'm not. They're spooky. That game is scary for sure. And it was. Uh, between the graphics and like the game, you're like, wow, this is a lot. God, you know, and, and thinking back to like the graphics, like I, I look back and I'm, you know, when we were like younger, we were like, Oh my God, this looks so realistic. And now I'm like, how the hell was I playing this when I was younger? Like I, I tried um, a couple of years ago, I was at a barcade and I w- had this idea that I was like, yeah, I'm going to play Mario Kart 64. And I swear, pairing that with a couple of drinks, I felt like I was about to develop epilepsy because <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, how the hell was I playing this when I was like six? like these polygons like i was just like no i what is this like this is just i i don't know how i did it i don't know how i did it and i'm like i cannot go back to this game it's so bizarre i mean like i can't wait to hear what you have to say about dead space uh updating and like the new version of it versus what it was because that's it's a little clunky like dead space is i mean it's old they're old games but like they're a little clunky so to see them remastered i can't wait because that's like really so so, so thankfully for dead space the graphics are not like you know like obviously like mario kart 64 graphics but i will say the camera i was i literally said that like once i once we like started the game the other night on stream like once i pulled it up and i was like i was like god i forgot how atrocious old camera (laughs) angles in games were and like i'm just like no I think this we is... just remember the feeling because if we went back and played these games, we'd just be very upset about the the fidelity of it and everything and how you can't play on it and it's clunky and doesn't move right and blah, blah, blah. And you have to jump at a specific time and it's all bad. Oh, there's some games that I'm like, listen, I love this game, but I'm not revisiting this because there's no way in hell that I could even remotely do what I did when I was like 10 or 11 or whatever, because it, I, I just can't like, and like I said, it was so wild because back then it was like, oh my God, these graphics. And now I'm like, what is this? What the hell is this? Like, it's <laughs> can't do it. I can't do it anymore. Okay, so you have been amazing. Thank you so much for being on the podcast this evening. It's been so nice just to get to hang out with you and chat with you and just pick your brain about some things because this podcast is just me being nosy, I feel like. I'm just like, I just have questions I want to know. So chat if they get something awesome, but I really want to know about some stuff. But um, so before we wrap it up, um, what are some things that... uh, like inspirational quotes or maybe a mantra or things that you remind yourself or find yourself constantly telling people to sort of when they are having a hard time or when they need inspiration, what is kind of like that thing for you? Oh, um, that's a really good question. I don't get asked that a lot. Um, I have been trying to tell myself within the last couple of years, cause I was always that person that I was, I was, I was backwards. I was like the stuff within my realm of control 
I was like stuff. I'm not going to get upset about stuff that's within my realm of control mm -hmm. because if I can, if I have the ability to control it and I just don't have the desired outcome or whatever, then it's just my own fault. And it was the stuff. Oh that my was God. It's amazing. Accountability. And that's so rare. <laughs> right. <laughs> So for me, it was like, I can't even be mad at this. But it was always the stuff that was out of my realm of control um, that bothered me because I was not able to have control over it. Sure. Um, so now I have I haven't swapped it, obviously. I've just um, sort of included this stuff that I that is outside of my sphere of control, like mm -hmm. the whole like no crying over spilled milk. It's like I've definitely tried to actively practice that because I just there's a lot to be upset about I feel like and to protect yourself and correct me if I'm wrong like there's just even being a woman in this space and, and not even adding any amplifiers to the leveling that we have to deal with in our lives but like just feeling that and even seeing like the blizzard stuff and even knowing that that kind of stuff happens and it has been ha like we've been dealing with that in this industry alone since we've started streaming so to sort of see it all like proof you're like oh shoot like what am i doing like what are we doing here you know and so how like it's, what do you what do you tell the folks that are like struggling with that or even for yourself like what so you don't get caught like right so you don't get trapped in like sometimes when i see like like a like a hot tweet or something i'm like oh that's a that's a trap like i'm that's going to trigger me real bad so i need to like either internalize it and make it something useful where it's like we need to make this better i need to be loud about x instead of being like i hate men on twitter <laughs> you know so, like what do you how do you do that i i find a healthy balance of both it's it's, i want to say too like it's not our job to like to like simplify things for folks on the internet but like for your own mental capacity you know like what do you what do you do like how do you Obviously, how do you pick and choose? But like what what is sort of like the line for you where you're like, I'm just going to let this roll? Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm glad you actually brought that up because that like is perfect. And the, the example that you brought up was actually, you know, very perfect. So I have needless to say, I think just me being a woman, especially a black woman, I've sort of learned how to uh, majority of the time, probably like 95 percent of the time I have learned to recognize uh bad faith questions mm -hmm. and learn how to and i think this is a this is a skill for anybody that anybody should have but especially like women or you know folks of color is learning how to recognize and learning how to pick out uh someone who genuinely wants to learn or be corrected or educated on something versus again the sea lining or the bad faith questions yeah um because that helps you protect your mental health and emotional health and because when you interact with these people who may be like a bad faith, faith question you're gonna exhaust yourself been there done that i <laughs> unfortunately back when i didn't know how to that yeah. was it was like talking to a brick wall oh my god yeah it's 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 hell it's hell on your like it it, it wears you down um Make so you the best thing that too, I, I you know one of the best things that i ever did for myself was like figuring out how to distinguish like sort of who can be reached mm -hmm. 
and who is just, you know, just, just trying there to... or a bot or something stupid. <laughs> exactly. Or who is just trying to get you to like literally just wants to argue. And and like I said, it was it's a perfect example with this, you know, Activision Blizzard stuff, because um, I specifically, you know, I had a fairly like I had a tweet that got a decent a amount of big traction. tweet. Like a big yes. tweet, Katie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's still getting notifications. I'm like, and I'm, I, I'm like, I probably should mute this. Um, thankfully, I don't have my like, I don't have my phone notifications. They only, I only get notifications in the app. Thankfully, because yeah. I, I had been turned all that off. Um, but, um, I, you know, there were people, of course, that were upset uh, that I made a distinguishment, uh, you know, between women and black women and i had you know and and obviously i wasn't going through because anybody that was like none of them were actually genuinely wanting to know it was just like why did you you know it's just like just like neck beauty things yeah exactly (laughs) and so and then you know the reason i made that distinguishment is because women of color do not have the same experiences as non-women of color and especially within that within that you know unfortunately disgusting lawsuit mm-hmm. um you know like when I, it was actually two separate tweets actually that you know i had people underneath it that i just my block my my block button was just on fire um because they had an issue people that didn't even read the lawsuit had an issue with anything race. it could be anything you could be saying the sun is shining too bright today and if you talk in a certain way that just alone will set them off. It's ridiculous, yeah. you know? So yeah. good on and you to speak up of, for sure. But I got accused of starting a race and gender war. And I, I just, I've ran with it. And I'm like, um, I took a, I took like a, a funny enough, it's, I just found it on Google because I don't play Call of Duty, but it was like a screenshot of Call of Duty. And I was, it was like some headshot. And it was like uh, me, uh, me on the front lines of the race and gender war I'm supposedly starting because you know people first of all people for whatever reason attributed me discussing this stuff is caught at, at causing a gender war even though it specifically shows how women are treated and then including the aspect of race because of the black women who were not receiving equal pay yeah so it's just like but i you know i had a whole bunch of garbage underneath the tweet and so i i think the best thing that one can do for their mental health is just like don't even i don't even engage with it if i do engage with it i do it in a in a way that you're your pr right like so you're your pr like you should not be responding to the tabloids you should be responding to the independent newspaper person right like so if you are taking the time to comment under even your own post that is your statement right so you're like bumping it basically and being like hey this is where i'm going to speak deal with that and i think that's so powerful and it's good on you like i'm i like i'm so proud of you for speaking up because like who's going to those guys no they're not <laughs> they're absolutely right. they aren't like I'm trying they're not to, the ones showing this off you know so right. it's like yeah. my goal is to sort of talk over them or to talk loud enough to where other people can hear me and like i said if i do respond to these people which most time i don't i just do it in a way that i twist it into humor like i'll quote one of their tweets and it's my favorite quote, it's it's like how i cope I too with humor <laughs> I love doing it's it. So the other good. day I had some it's I had so some good. guy come into my mentions and um because I was being harassed, unfortunately, by somebody with a large platform. And um I, I literally said, I'm sure you probably saw that. Um I 
I started saying, I said, I'm going to start cash apping people and requesting money for being stupid in my mentions. And I did that. I went through their, I searched their name on Twitter, found their cash tag and I screenshotted and I cash up them a request for, uh, what was it? $100 and I said, being stupid in my mentions. <laughs> Have they, has I'm anyone like, paid I, you? I, no, not yet. Come on, guys. I'm hoping that one day they will because I'm like, do I your was, due I was diligence. Like, I, I was going to start charging. I'm like, I was serious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, Pika, you've been amazing. Thank you so much for joining this evening. It of is. Course. I cannot wait to chat again. Please come back on anytime you want to talk about anything anytime or geek you out. Me, you just hit me up. I mean, yeah, I'm. I told you. I don't. Half the time I'm doing nothing. You're gonna be like, "Hey, join me tomorrow." Okay, cool. <laughs> I will. I'll be like, "All right, we're uh, playing uh, Dead Space because it's co-op now." Cool. Carry me. <laughs> right. We're gonna play this. Join me, and you have two hours. Okay, cool. Like, just, you got thirty minutes. Get on. I'm like, you're on right. Okay. Right now, yeah, right now. Right. <laughs> well, let us know where we can, where can we find you. Pimp yourself out. All the links, all the places. <laughs> um, I predominantly use obviously Twitch and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, tw- Twitter, I think, is probably my biggest platform at this point. Um, Pikachu Lita. If you want to follow me on Instagram, see some nice cool pictures. That's pretty much my. That's more of like a personal thing, though. Uh, same Pikachu Lita. That's just Pikachu and then L I T A at the end, and it's the same across all platforms. Follow her. Join her. She's amazing. You're gonna want to follow her on Twitter for sure. Cause she is. It is great. And you you show some amazing things to follow and resources and and just funny memes too. Between you and Kiwi, I don't know. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> oh, she's hilarious. She is she is hilarious. I I'm not gonna lie, I share some I share some pretty funny stuff that ends up at least I'm I end up in tears over. I don't know about the anybody else, but I I think I share some pretty funny stuff. Uh, well, thank you again and I will chat yes. soon. Have a okay, great evening. Thank you so much for having me. You too, hon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into the episode. You guys are magic, like actual magic. Uh, thank you so much. Make sure you guys, if you are still listening, you subscribe and follow. Come hang out. You can also follow on Fanhouse, fanhouse.app slash the Mav Show. I will do, I usually do behind the scenes of any sort of production work or podcastings or what guests we're going to be having and things like that. So make sure you guys tune in. I'm going to be pushing a bunch of stuff out here soon. So hang on. We will also be, if you're listening, this is, this is the kind of an announcement, uh, going on. We're going to be kind of testing out some things on this feed, not so much the Mav Show podcast, but on the Mav Show podcast feed, we're going to have new shows popping up. So let me know what you guys think of the new style of show. They're going to be little mini-sodes and specific to certain games and specific to certain um, areas of the space. You know, I we're testing it out. So if something happens with it, we'll do something cool with it. If not, then it's going to live here forever. So really this this feed, uh, the Map Show feed, is going to be kind of the all of everything for now. And then, yeah. I promise it's going to make much more sense in the future. But uh, as always, thank you all so much for tuning in. And I will see you guys on the next episode.